You know, in Women's Month, we're talking about some really difficult uh, topics. And, and I think it's a, it's a good thing that these things are coming to the fore. I wish it would happen over the course of a year. But we know the nation has been fighting the COVID-19 threat. And what the president calls the pandemic of gender-based violence is still continuing to stalk women and children during this time. It's been particularly hard for those of them who've been caught behind closed doors with the perpetrators. The question arises as to what conversations we're having, not just with women and children, as to how to protect themselves, but with their perpetrators to understand what interventions are required to eradicate the violence. Now, this morning, ENCA spoke to Colin Sipamatla, who was sentenced to eight years in prison after physically and emotionally abusing his wife. When he was arrested, he was almost on the verge of killing her. And we decided we would invite Colin Sipamatla onto the program this afternoon to speak to me. Collins, good afternoon, and thank you very much for being with me today. I do appreciate your time. Can you start by just taking me back a few years to when you were married? man with children why did you begin abusing your wife okay uh, i'd like to say thank you very much for inviting me to your show and i'd like to say hi to the, all the listeners uh firstly I'll, uh, my life was very nice uh, i was a successful guy uh, in a career as well yeah we're living a happy life with my wife and kids now suddenly things started to change when i lost my job then we have to move to, to another area, to a township. Now, things started to change when I started living at the township. Now, uh, my wife started now to lose her respect from me, you know. She would go uh, during the night, partying with other girls, you know, coming home late, leaving me with the kids, which is was so difficult for me to handle that kind of situation. And I've spoken to her several times about it, you know. And she would come with friends, and friends that I was not even aware of them, you know. Sometimes coming with the car, dropped by a guy at the gate, you know. It was so, so, so difficult for me to handle the situation. That's where now this, we started to fight, you know. We started to fight each and uh, every weekend. I would beat her badly in front of the kids, you know. And I was not that kind of man, you know, who was violent, who wanted to, to beat her wife or to treat her badly, you know. And I've raised some concerns also with uh, the extended family from her family as well. These are the concerns that I was facing in my marriage. And nobody wanted to listen to my story, you know, until I continued to beat her up. And she would open up the cases for me. I would go to the court, you know, some, uh, some other cases, they would be dismissed. Until I got caught, uh, until I got sentenced. Right. Uh, b- before we get to that point, Colin, I just want to, to explore a little bit of those those early years when, when the, the abuse actually began. So, so you, are you saying to me uh, uh, that up until the time you lost your job, that you'd never been violent towards your wife before in any way, in the way you spoke to her mm-hmm. or the way you related to her at all? Not at all. Not at all. We were living a happy life, you know. Even a lot of people, they were not even aware that... Uh, me and my wife, one day will be end up maybe separating, or maybe they will, maybe there's any issues that uh, we are facing, you know. So, so, so tell me this: What was it that prompted you to believe that that instead of sitting her down and having a conversation with her, you should hit her instead? I beg your pardon. T- tell me what made you think that instead of sitting down and talking to her when you ran into problems, right, and she was going out a lot and, and you were uncomfortable with that, why did you not sit down and have a conversation with her? What, why did you? What, what made you think uh, that that beating her was going to solve the problem? 
Yeah, we, we did sit down as a family and then we spoke about it. And she will agree sometimes during the week that, okay, I won't do it anymore, you know. I'll be with you over the weekend. We'll spend the time together with the kids. But suddenly, uh, when she knocks off from her work on the weekend, she will do it again, you know. And I told myself, okay, the only way maybe to solve this problem and I, I need to react as a man now, where now I'm, I have to start to beat her. You know, this conversation, I had it with my friends. I discussed it with my friends. I said, this is what is happening to my life. And they advised me to call them to be a man. You need to stand up now for your marriage now. You need, you need to beat her so that she can listen to you, you know. That, 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 that's the advice I, I took from other people and I use it. Yeah, yeah. And and Colin, you, you realise in retrospect what problematic advice that was that you received and that you acted on. Mm. You you realise what a problem it was, listening to friends who told you to beat your wife. You, you know, uh, by that time, you know, I was looking for help, you know, mm. something that can can save my marriage, something that you do. I will take any advice from people, you know, even though it was wrong, I was not even aware, you know. I was so desperate in looking for help. And and tell me, did your children see you beat your wife? Yes, they did. How did you feel about the fact that they were watching you do this? You know, it, it was so, so, so painful, you know, after the action is being done, you know. I would see them crying, you know, crying for their mother, you know. Every time when I, uh, I beat they would try to protect their mother. You know, it was so, so, so very painful, you know. I can't even talk about it, you know, it was so painful. Mm. And, and, and tell me, I, I understand that, that you actually got to the point where the thought crossed your mind that you wanted to kill her. Yes. Now, when I was in prison, uh, I did sit down um, and myself start thinking that, you know what, I wish uh, by the time I get released from prison, I want to kill my wife, you know, so that I can maybe continue with my life. Even though I can be sentenced again, I don't mind, you know. That was my mentality. That was the video that was playing in my mind all the time, you know. I would sit alone, start thinking all these horrible things, you know. But uh, until uh, I started to do the programs with the correctional centers, that's where the mentality now started to change. I will yeah. communicate with other uh, perpetrators. You know, they will comfort me. They will advise me in a good way. Even though them, they've, they've also made the same mistakes, but they will advise me that, Colin, you know, this is not the right road for you. You've worked very hard for your life. Now, there's a second chance in life. Uh, you know, th- this is a this is a very interesting thing from your point of view to see what what sort of thought process you went through. Did you realize after you were going through this rehab and and other offenders were speaking to you that that even though you may have disagreed with with your wife's actions, that you had no right to her body, you had no right to hit her. Did did you come to that realization? Definitely, it did come to that point uh, as uh, most of the time when I was praying. Uh, I will tell God that uh, I'm not a monster, you know. I'm not this kind of man that you created to come and beat the wife or to abuse the children of the wife, you know. I wanted to be a successful person, and I told myself that this is not the right way that I I took, you know. I started to punish myself that uh, I need to forgive myself for all the things that I did. But now, by the time I get released from prison, I need to be a different person, you know. I need to change and start a new life again and be this man that I wanted to be from before. Did you, once you you were released from prison, did you go back to the woman who was once your wife and apologize to her and ask for her forgiveness? 
Uh, apparently, when I left prison, still I didn't want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wanted to continue with my healing. Uh, I've done the counseling with uh, Patrick Shai uh, from Kulumai in daughter. And as I was explaining the story to, to him, uh, he gave me the opportunity, Colin, you need to speak to your wife. You need to inform your wife that you are back from prison, you know. And I took that advice from uh, Patrick Shai, and I, I started calling her that, you know what, I, I'm back from prison. And I was so surprised, you know. She was so calm, and she was so happy for me, you know. And she welcomed me, but we never spoke on, on that day about our relationship, you know. Uh, she just asked me to speak to the children because the children, they were missing me so badly because uh, they were not even visiting me at the prison with the kids as well. Right. Yes. And then that's, yeah. that's when uh, my mentality also started to change. I need to forgive her and she needs to forgive me. Then but but why did you time. feel, sorry to come in there, Colin, why did you need to forg- forg- forgive her? You were the one who had beaten her. Surely it was up to her to forgive you if she so wanted to. Yeah, remember, okay, I need to forgive myself for the things that I did to her. And also, uh, she wanted to, to also to forgive herself also also to me because she she was the one who caused all these problems to, to happen. I know that it didn't give me any right also to, to, to beat her. You know, it did never give me any right. But I forgave her for that. You know, Colin, I'm, I'm really worried that although you've come through this well and, and you are admitting your role in this, that, that you are still laying the blame at the feet of your wife ultimately. You haven't got to the point yet where you are actually able to say there's never any excuse to beat a woman. Uh, you know, my, my wife's uh, outings may have offended me, but, but I did not have the right to beat her and therefore she's the one who, who uh, must decide whether she forgives me or not. It's not up to me to ask for, her, for, 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 uh, for forgiveness essentially or not up to, up to her to ask for forgiveness from me. Yeah, definitely, you know. Yes, that's what what I did, you know. I went to sit down with her and I spoke to her uh, several times, you know, uh, apologizing for all the things that I did, you know. And she she, she, she did accept it, you know, and uh, I I was so glad, you know. uh, I was so happy about it. And even now, like, uh, I feel so, so comfortable. And I still blame myself every time when I look at at her face. I said, you know what? I wonder what came up to my mind to end up doing this. You know, I've got a beautiful woman, you know, that I was supposed to look after. She, 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 she's my rose. Why did I do something like this? You know, and she will tell me that, Colin, you know, stop blaming yourself again and again and again and again. I said, you know what? I don't want to go to the same uh, action again. I don't want to go to the same route again. You know, that's why today I've taken a decision also to help other men, you know, because I, I know the pain that I've feel inside that I feel inside of me. That's why now I'm I'm deciding to help other guys also not to go the same way that I went through. And and Collins, have you spoken to your children? I mean, my worry is, especially if you have male children, uh, they they might at some stage, because of the violence they've been exposed to, they might decide they are going to deal with the the situation in the same way you did by beating their partners. Your your female children might might decide it's okay to be beaten because they've seen their father in the past do this to their mother. Uh, have you spoken to them about your actions? Yes, I've spoken to my children about my action, and uh, I did apologize also to them. And, uh, okay, they were so happy to see me. They were welcoming me. 
But uh, the thing is, I was spoken to Patricia that we need to set up also the counseling with them as well. You know, mm, I want them to yes. come to the counseling, counseling yeah. even though they forgive me because I, I'm the father, you know. But the emotions, you know, I don't know what is going through inside of them, you know. If I'm not around, how do they feel? If I'm around, how do they feel inside of them? Now, I wanted something like that. I've spoken to the social worker also so that they can start assisting me on that as well. All right. Thank you very much for speaking to me this afternoon. Colin Spamatla, uh, he is a man who was sentenced to eight years in prison for abusing his wife, almost killed her and was, was planning to when he came out and, and underwent something of a conversion. Um, and, and I think the conversation with him, and I'd like you to share your thoughts with me on this. Well, what does it reveal about the work that's got to be done? I mean, Colin uh, personally has done a lot of work on himself but you still see certain stereotypes, in my view, coming through there. Um, I was meant to protect my wife. She's a rose. Um, you know, she offended me and, and therefore she, she had to ask for forgiveness for what she did to me as well. So, so for me, there's still elements there that are slightly problematic that still need to be worked through. But, but clearly, this is a, a, um, a journey for Colin and his family and, and it's a work in progress.